Welcome to Figures in the Dark, the podcast where we tell stories of all things murderous, paranormal, and terrifying that goes on in the dark. My name's Tori. My name's Taylor Shay. And I just struggled so hard to get my leg up onto this ottoman. Ottoman? Yeah. Is that an ottoman? I, I guess. It's like a little footstool that matches my chair perfectly <laughs> that she found at a thrift store. Do you need to get your pizza up already? Is no, this going to be scary. a frighten? No, oh, okay. I just needed to be relaxed. Oh, okay. <clears throat> like, I right. just had a good breakfast and I just want to like chill chill yeah because i gotta work today so i want to like oh that's fair i thought mm. we were already going straight into scary because oh, no. for some reason our gauge litmus. of how yeah our litmus test of how scary something's gonna be is do my feet need to be up yeah and it's so funny because our mutual therapist the other day mentioned that to me <laughs> she was like she said something she was like oh did you i because i was mentioning the aaron ralston episode and how <laughs> to eat you Tay were like oh I gotta put my feet up and our, our therapist was like oh re- wow she must have been scared and I was like only real real ones know what it means when the figures in the dark podcast says put your feet up put your feet I up. feel like that's like that's gonna be our new thing during spooky season like get ready sit back and relax put your feet up get put ready to get spooked <laughs> um so welcome back guys um we are trying to bulk record um we're doing a little bit recording right now and then we're gonna do some on monday i know last episode we had said that we we're gonna release a high conspiracy theory episode after mm-hmm. last episode um we got very high sat down and went looked at each other and went what the fuck are we gonna talk yeah, about they're like i completely lost every last thing that mm-hmm. i was going to say to you yeah so we were just like you know what let's not i think the issue is that last time we recorded we started getting high right as we were recording like five yep. minutes before we took a good half an hour 45 minutes between recording yes. and we got fucking ripped that yep. was the issue we so. had a huge brain break and then forgot everything that yeah. we were gonna do yeah so um we didn't do that we will be recording one of those on monday um <laughs> so we're trying to prep i think we mentioned last time time last time time's gonna be a little fucky wucky for us for a little bit yep. because we're bulk recording because we have a lot of shit planned for like pretty much every weekend until mid-june mm-hmm. yes. we have something planned yep there's something um, Going on. whether like i'm gonna be away tomorrow tomorrow night like i go to work and then i'm not gonna be back till sunday night then the following weekend i'm gonna be gone from saturday until <laughs> monday afternoon and then the following weekend you're gonna be gone sunday yep. until wednesday afternoon and the following weekend you're gonna yep. be gone again yeah and the weekend after that des is gonna be down um mm-hmm. for about a month like i said yep. he's having some a procedure done down here everything's all good with him mm-hmm. it's you know it's very good yes. the good thing he's, he's doing a good thing yes um, and then the weekend after that is my birthday yes so then i'm going to have people here and then the weekend after that your parents are here yes so like literally until like juneteenth we have stuff to do every weekend and that's not even that's more than a month away so we're trying to bulk record to make sure we because we we want to give you guys content we we like Mm -hmm. recording and we're finding out a place where like i'm feeling better about editing and researching and stuff it's not a chore anymore so like i want to be able to give you guys Mm -hmm. stuff and this is like our time to kind of like we said before this is our time to sit around and bullshit with each other absolutely Um, and although we do this for fun this is also like part of my own dream career Mm -hmm. because like weirdly enough i have found through this that i love researching which is funny because i don't (laughs) i absolutely love to research and to write and to do Mm -hmm. script writing so if anyone is interested Mm -hmm. and wants to pay Mm -hmm. me some money for doing the research for you i'm absolutely open to doing that wait also thing big news news. you can can say it because your news not mine (laughs) but i i'm like a proud best friend i'm like (laughs) so i had been working on a few projects for a while obviously like I've said before, I love to write. I've wanted to be a writer ever since I was a little kid. Um, I did not write a fiction novel at Mm -hmm. this point. I'm still working on that. I made a 
journal prompt book that is specifically for folks trying to like get past the things that are holding them back mm-hmm. from manifesting their dream life and mm-hmm. from achieving the dreams that they want. So I took kind of like my old counselor hat and mm-hmm. my need and want to still continue to help people and instead kind of channeled it in a different way. And it's now fully published and yeah. purchasable on yeah. Amazon. Yeah, I purchased a copy. I think you were saying that your godmother purchased five copies. Yes. Um, I think mm-hmm. I think Aaron purchased a copy. Yep. Um, I think my Aunt Piper already did. My mom definitely did. Mm-hmm. And I just got, because there was, that's why I was like looking at my phone because I'm like, who is mm-hmm. this? I just got added on fa- like my personal Facebook, like someone that I'm like, I don't recognize mm-hmm. this name. I don't know who this person is. I was like, do I have mutual friends with them? And then I was looking through and like one of them was my mom. And mm-hmm. she like liked the post because my mom also shared to post about it and like a bunch of Mm. um my parents friends have now said Mm. that they're gonna buy it or like things like that which is very sweet and like my mom basically saying that like support one of our local kids like this is her dream buy this fucking thing (laughs) and like so excited for me um and then it turns out this woman is my mom's cousin okay and she literally like after i um added her as a friend she like posted on there she's like oh my god congratulations i love this i already bought a copy love your mom's mm-hmm. cousin mm-hmm. <laughs> i was like oh okay yeah That's so, so like so very exciting thing yeah. so um if tay's cool that we'll link mm-hmm. it so she, you got yeah. y'all can buy it it is mm-hmm. i i've seen like a couple pages of it i feel mm-hmm. like the way that i feel about it is the way that i feel like ash was when elena mm-hmm. released butcher and the wren i'm like you fucking did it bitch you fucking did it bitch oh my fucking god like i i i remember you sitting in our living room like just working on these pages like Mm -hmm. for hours like you've been doing this for like a month and a half two months now like so i'm very proud of you that you were able to do that and like it's so cool and like those are the type of journals that like i've always looked for but i've Mm -hmm. never been able to buy because no one like no one wants like no one writes a journal like that like especially because you mentioned there's like shadow work like yes I haven't found a good shadow work journal so I'm very (laughs) excited to see like what yours looks like it's like a hundred fucking pages like granted like every page is not a new thing but like there's obviously obviously like lined pages whatever yes but like a hundred fucking pages bro exactly like Like, and I oh there's only a couple of pages that are duplicate ones mm -hmm. so that you can kind of think of the similar things as time goes on Mm -hmm. but every page pretty much is different Mm -hmm. every prompt Mm -hmm. is nearly a different one and goes into very deep things like I particularly put in some stuff there for like um healing inner child trauma Mm -hmm. I put in stuff there for like specifically like what is holding you back today when it comes to like your emotions like when you get upset with another person what is it that actually upset you like Mm -hmm. these kinds of things so it's really like it's like very counseling motivated Mm -hmm. and very introspective Mm -hmm. and I hope it genuinely helps someone because mm. I put a lot of time and effort into mm. this and I also now have finally achieved one of my goals well I, when because obviously we've kind of discussed like I've had a lot of changes throughout mm. this podcast and a lot of like life changes mm. last year after I had broke up with the long-term partner I had mm. had and finally like hit my limit of realizing like this relationship was mm. never going in the direction I thought it would like I loved this person so much that I moved all the way to yes. a different state to be mm. with this person and thinking that it was going to go all of these places that I was promised and mm-hmm. it never did and it was mm-hmm. never going to went through like a really bad like deep depression and like was talking to my mom about like what kind of things I want to do with my life and I had told her last winter my goal was that I want to be published or publish a book before I'm 27 Mm -hmm. and like that that was my goal that I was always working towards and unfortunately like the novel I've been working on like that's not even close to Mm -hmm. being ready for publishing and needs a lot more work before we're there but 
this I also put a lot of time and energy into and kind of had this like spark of creativity for managed to finish it and now I mm-hmm. I've genuinely have a month before I turned 27 mm-hmm. I am now officially I published a book which is awesome and it's one of those like it's mm-hmm. not just like you took like what do you do for self-care and put three pages of blank lines like it's mm-hmm. genuinely like work and I think that's mm-hmm. the big thing for me is that like it's not just you making a cover and slapping lines and it's 100 pages like 100 pages of just lined pages yeah. it's like actual like prompts and like you were artistic about it and like I'm just like so happy I'm like so excited Aww. for it to get here like mm-hmm. I'm just so excited because I bought it yesterday I'm like so excited yes I bought um, my copy <clears throat> it's supposed to be coming Monday mm, yep. I'm so excited very excited yeah so good, good news. So we'll link that yeah. for y'all so y'all can purchase Tay's, uh, Tay's, Tay's journal, Tay's book. Cause it's, I'm really excited. I'm really proud. And I'm very like, I'm like, I'm like, look, I'm being like, oh yeah, I'm going to have a copy. I'm going to have a copy. Like I'm like doing yes, that best like, friend bullshit. I'm going to have a signed copy. Yes. I yes. literally like, I literally was like, I want you to sign my journal. Can you sign my journal for That's me? So cute. Because think about it. Think about it. Let's say 20 years from now, you're like an accomplished writer and you're like, someone's like, where'd you get started writing? Like, what was your first publish? And you were like, it was an intentions journal. I can be like, I have a signed copy. I did. I have it. I was here when it was made. I have a signed copy. Oh, so like, oh. hell yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that's really exciting news. Um, and something else I wanted to bring up too, was that I know our therapist has been asking and mm-hmm. I'm sure Aaron would participate as well. We have, we've made each, I made her, sh- I made us shirts for figures in the dark and we never posted them. Yeah. Never talked about them more than once. <laughs> and our therapist has asked me three times already, like, yeah. when can I get a shirt? So with that being said, we'll post some pictures yes. of it. If anyone's interested, yeah. let us know. They do. We do print them. It's not like we have like yeah. a company that ships us like, a bunch of sizes and we just send them a design they design it for us like it's mm-hmm. i get them through custom ink okay so the more that we order the cheaper they are so i'm not yeah. sure how much they will be mm-hmm. it depends on the demand yeah but like i'm so willing to put that out there even though it's for mm-hmm. a five dollar profit per shirt just because like i want y'all to be able to be like Hell i yeah. have figures in the dark merch exactly and like it might be a little pricier than like you know, a shirt from Amazon or a shirt from mm-hmm. Target, but it's also like you're supporting a small podcast and yes. like we have to purchase this ourselves mm-hmm. and then mail it out ourselves. Like yes. this is not a you buy it from like Wondery, like Morbid, and it just yeah. ships from a, a warehouse to your house. Like it gets shipped to our house. We will get a handwritten note. Like yes. you will probably get a little bag of goodies knowing yeah. uh, knowing me. I'll yeah. be extra and shit like that and we'll mail Cute. it out. So like, mm-hmm. you know, if y'all want that, let us know. Um, if not, no hard feelings. Yeah, we understand. But please buy our shirts. Please buy. Um, we'll 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 put we'll post a picture online um, once we release this episode. But yeah, so that's a a lot of stuff. Um, but a lot of good stuff, a lot of exciting stuff. So give us your money. Yeah, support us. <laughs> give us also, your money constantly. Like, share, subscribe. Yes. Rate us on Spotify. Talk it about helps. us. Yes, it helps us yes. be found easier. Yes. Because I let me actually. I, yeah. Let me see. I haven't checked how many listeners we have recently. Let me check and see what. Um, what we have i know on instagram we have over 300 followers i think yes. if i'm not mistaken mm-hmm. our current number of play our audience size is um we, or sorry we have 59 spotify followers nice. so we're almost at 60 so love y'all yeah um we have over 2,000 plays which nice. is awesome mm-hmm. um and our average play for like um our average audience size is 47 people like constantly which is awesome so <laughs> we really appreciate y'all um yes. letting us you know kind of fulfill this little creative part of us that we need to get filled <laughs> yes because i genuinely am so much happier since we've been doing this because it gives me this like creative outlet that i'm mm-hmm. desperately needing and helped me kind of figure out what things i most enjoy doing and mm-hmm. like hopefully as 
a grown adult finally have a life direction or a goal mm-hmm. for like this is because like mm-hmm. I've kind of talked about previously when I left working in the DV field I had no idea what mm-hmm. I wanted to do had no concept like mm-hmm. that was the only goal that I had had career wise like since college like it was mm-hmm. just to do that and then when I realized like that wasn't Sustainable. sustainable for me and that I was way too burnout and wanted something different I had no idea what that direction mm-hmm. was going to be so I just like stumbled into jobs until I found mm-hmm. something that worked yeah. and like now I kind of feel like I have an actual goal and something mm-hmm. to work to and not yeah. just like stumble onto and like hope for the best yeah so like you know we really appreciate y'all like have giving us the support like even though we are a very very small podcast and you know even small considered even small compared to some of the other podcasts that follow us <laughs> um like you know we haven't haven't hit that 1k mark yet um and we want to eventually but it's yeah. not like the end of the world we still appreciate everybody um you know we still love i every time i see someone message us or give us a like it just makes me so happy because i'm like oh my god people are actually like looking at us um so actually i looked on instagram we have 379 followers awesome so almost 400 followers Hell which yeah. is awesome so we appreciate every one of you even y'all if, if you're even if you're just following other podcasts like we do um we appreciate all y'all um we get like a follower to a day now which is awesome mm-hmm. because i have notifications like yep. on my phone so i get notified every time we get a follower and we have like a follower to a day every single day which is fucking amazing Aww. um mm-hmm. so yeah we appreciate y'all um mm-hmm. we love y'all and i guess after almost 15 minutes of bullshitting we can kind of yes. get into the case so thank you guys <laughs> this is a tory centric case today this is a case i banged out during a training yesterday i had a three-hour training side note not to get too much of a tangent where i'm signed up for nine hours worth of dei training from through my job so the first training was from 12 p.m to 3 p.m yesterday was from 1 p.m to 4 p.m and there's another one not Mm -hmm. next week the next following thursday like two like two weeks from now that's another one to four but it's three hours of just sitting there a lot of the shit i already know there's very it's very good discussions very Mm -hmm. good you know i like being in there as a white person who is very anti-racist because Mm -hmm. i have done a lot of the uncomfortable work already to make myself not feel uncomfortable when talking about race and recognizing my privilege mm-hmm. and a lot of people don't have that yet um so it's very interesting to see like people being like well like if race is only race isn't biological like what do you mean by yeah. that it's like the. it really isn't no. like it, race is not biological because there is not a single gene that makes yeah. your skin darker or lighter than others nope. like you you if you have someone's bones you can't tell what color of skin they are yeah. the only way you'd be able to tell that is their bone structure if they're some from somewhere like africa versus somewhere like norway mm-hmm. they have different bone structures because there's different requirements of your body yeah <laughs> living close to the equator versus close to antarctica mm-hmm. you know all that fun stuff or whatever arctic i don't fucking know which one it is anyway yeah <laughs> so i had the dei training yesterday so i bang it banged out this case during the dei training i have another case that's finished as well that one's a little bit of a, like a fucking clusterfuck it's just a lot of information that mm-hmm. very dv heavy so it'll be, it'll be a lot of good conversations but this one this case that I banged out yesterday in about an hour and a half is pretty short. Um, it's gonna it's about a missing girl. Oh wow. Um, she is still missing. It is a cold case. Oh geez. So today I'm gonna tell you the story of Margaret Ellen Fox. Um, so she went missing in June of 1974 after leaving to go to a babysitting gig. Um, to this day her case is still unsolved. Like I said, and she has never been found. And after I tell you everything, I'll link like the tip line and like where mm-hmm. you can con who you can contact if you have any information about about Margaret. Um. <clears throat> So Margaret Ellen Fox was born on February 4th, 1960 in Burlington, New Jersey. And that's for people who are in PA. That's right across from Bristol. Wow. Um, so like low, like right near Philly. It's so like, this is a it's, local case. It's, it's about like yeah. an hour away from us oh, where wow. we are. 
Um, so she <laughs> was attending St. Paul's school and had just graduated eighth grade from St. Paul's. She loved to ride horses, even though it was sometimes too expensive for her family to afford. Mm-hmm. My second cousin rides horses. as like, she loves doing that. She loves equestrian mm-hmm. stuff. It is very expensive. Extremely. Um, but even though, you know, they really couldn't afford it all the time, it's not like they were struggling for money. And mm-hmm. by all accounts, they were a very happy family, even though Margaret was like, my parents are strict sometimes. But like, she was 14. Yeah. And I think so everyone at 14... The normal age to be Mm -hmm. like, I don't like that my parents give me rules. Mm -hmm. I literally wrote like some of the lines of like, I mean, I think everyone at 14 thinks their parents are strict, even if they're only putting basic rules in place. Because we all know at 14 from like 13 until, and this is me saying this as a 24, almost 25 year old, like Mm -hmm. I think from like 13 to like 2021, you couldn't tell me shit. Yeah. And even now, like I'm still like, I'm still not fully developed yet. Like I'm still (laughs) not 25 yet. Like I'm I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) But like from 13 to like 21, you can't tell anyone shit. Shit. The fact that she's 14. Yeah. Like she's like, you can't tell me shit. (laughs) Like Like, that's normal. That's a pretty regular development. Exactly. Um, She had also started piano lessons uh, right before her disappearance and began to fall in love with piano. So she was a very happy girl, very bubbly, very Mm -hmm. just like. She had really like like diverse and also like defined interests like she yes. cared about things it was yeah exactly and her parents she was i believe she was one of six mm. um but they could afford i don't know what her parents did but yeah. they can uh, they could afford to have that many kids like they weren't struggling awesome. um but at 14 she wanted to start earning some money on her own you know she yeah. saw her friends making their money like their own money and being able to spend it without their parents permission mm-hmm. everyone remembers getting their first babysitting gig and being yeah. like i have Forty dollars in my pocket, mind you. This is also in the seventies, so like. Mm-hmm. But even now, when I was in like the like the twenty tens, like I was like, oh my god, I have forty bucks in my pocket. I can go to Hot Topic and buy two shirts. <laughs> two shirts, <laughs> not even. Only yep. if I buy one, get one free. <laughs> yeah, and only if I have hot cash. Like there is that like. <laughs> Like that, like fun, uh, like yeah. having your babysitting money and being so young that you don't have to worry about bills. Like mm-hmm. being able to be like, you know what? I have $40. I got paid today. All of my $40. I can go. I want waffle fries. fries. Sorry. That's been our like vocal tick, <laughs> like our vocal stem for the last like two days. Been, I want waffle, waffle fries. fries. But so like having that money, just being able to like do whatever the fuck you want with it. Like, Absolutely. And like that, that's the normal age for kids to kind of start wanting to pretend like they're an adult. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so um, on June 18th, uh, 1974, Margaret and her cousin placed an ad in the newspaper advertising their services. Their ad read babysitters, experienced teen girls, love kids, work at your house, call, and then listed a number for both Margaret and her cousin. Aww. So, and I feel like nowadays, like, it, that wouldn't be like I feel like that's if you do that it's more on like local Facebook groups or yeah. like nanny.com or shit yep. like that like or that, friends of a friends and this was like very that. common back then like yes. it was the fucking 70s yeah granted Ted Bundy was running fucking wild and you know everyone was murdering everybody but like also it was still such an it was the, the age of innocence because yes people thought everything was innocent exactly it was people weren't as jaded as they are today yes um, so that following day, Margaret's cousin got Margaret's cousin got a call from a man asking her to babysit his five year old son. This didn't work out for her because her parents weren't okay with the distance the eleven year old would have to travel. Um, Fair. So that same day, once her younger cousin like declined, Margaret got a call from the same man who identified himself as John Marshall, um, and he asked her to watch his son for four hours a day, five days a week, and he would offer her forty dollars a week to do so. 
Now, it may seem like a small like amount. A of, nanny job, not just a yeah. baby's Well, it's also think about it. That was also the 70s. So 40 yeah, bucks fair. a week, like 40 bucks in the 70s versus 40 bucks today. Like, we go out to eat and we spend $40. Yes, but like, I mean, like, that's a lot of oh, yeah. consistent hours. Oh, like, yeah, 100%. Which, of course, would be extremely enticing to a young girl who's mm-hmm. trying to find well, It's also the summer, income. too. So yeah. it, might, it might be, like, the kids oh, okay. not in school, that type yeah. of thing. Um, so uh, the plan was for Margaret... <laughs> noodles podcasting with us yeah she's so not happy about being here (laughs) so um the plan was that margaret would take a bus from her home in burlington to mount holly where john's wife would pick her up in a red volkswagen to bring her to their home and then margaret accepted the job excited to be able to earn her own money um i didn't do a quick search on how far away burlington is from mount holly from my knowledge i don't think it's that far away um i'm gonna do a quick google search now to see how far away it is i know it's an hour and 15 away from here um from where we live but let me see that still kind of seems like a lot that like okay take a bus to here and then someone else is gonna it's pick only you about up 25 minute bus ride okay so but it's that's not, still... it's a straight away it's not that's a six, 15 minute drive yeah 25 but minute bus ride. as like a 14 year old girl i don't know because like i get this is the 70s so i have to be thinking of that but mm-hmm. like all I can think of is, like, I'll be honest, like, I was raised by a very paranoid mother who, mm-hmm. like, watches a lot of Dateline. So there was a lot of, like, rules that it's, like, you're not allowed to do this. You're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to play outside unless adults are here. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely, like, not allowed to get That's on a bus by were. yourself. Like, they were so convinced kidnapping was going to happen, like, around mm-hmm. every fucking mm-hmm. corner. Um, so all of these are, like... No, my mother also, would never let me. But also, like, someone like Des, he had, his family was pretty chill about that stuff. I think, mm-hmm. chill about that stuff. I think it was mainly because they were also very busy. Mm-hmm. And he was raised by a single mom uh, when he was 14. Um, but it was very, like, he could kind of do whatever he wanted. So I there are some families, even yeah. today, who are still chill about it. Like, yeah. I, grew, I grew up in a very safe town where, now, obviously, Burlington is not how it was back then. Burlington yeah. and Bristol are a lot different now. They're a lot yeah. more crime-ridden now. But where i grew up like in new jersey lambert in lambertville it was very it's a very safe neighborhood mm-hmm. so like people at like 11 12 years old would walk around town by themselves for fun like that's that was yeah. the, the culture of my town so i'm assuming that's kind of how it also was back then yeah you know the I mean? culture of my town was kind of like that too but my mom was still like too paranoid oh yeah my mom was i wasn't allowed yeah. to i wasn't allowed to do it but all no. my friends were yeah um anyway so on june 24th 1974 about i want to say maybe like six days after getting a call from john marshall mind you he had also asked her to like meet up with him pre like prior to like just to establish that like they're both real people okay. and um he canceled on all those meetings mm-hmm. little sketch little yeah sketch. that makes me uncomfortable so on june 24th 1974 mary and her brother joshua departed from the family home and walked to the bus stop which is only a few blocks away mm-hmm. once the bus comes i think it was at like 8 40 in the morning and margaret boards the bus her brother waves her waves her goodbye and walks back to the home not knowing this will be the last time he would see his sister Ugh. So later that evening, um, Mary was supposed to give a call to um, Mm -hmm. to to her mom Mm -hmm. and be like, hey, I'm here safe. I'm getting ready to leave, whatever. Um, And the guy also left a number for them in case Mary got caught up and didn't call. Like they could give the house a call and and talk to his Mm -hmm. wife or whatever. Yeah. Um, But Mary never called and she didn't return home when she was supposed to. Mm -hmm. So her mom. So her mom. Sorry. Not Mary, Margaret. Mm -hmm. The child's name is Margaret. Her mom's name is Mary. Sorry. So her mom, Mary, began to get worried when Margaret um, didn't didn't come home, didn't Mm -hmm. call, and decided to call the phone number that John Marshall left. When she calls the number, she finds it was a phone number connected to a payphone outside of a grocery store in Lumberton. Oh, no. Yes. 
so this obviously is she's like what the fuck is happening mm-hmm. um and so she tells her husband and they go on like a search for their daughter by themselves yeah. um this turns out nothing so around 12 yeah. 30 a.m um they call burlington city pd and report her as missing um and the police knew right away her disappearance was suspicious in nature mm-hmm. because of the number being left as the, yeah. with the grocery store like it's a different story of like there was no number left and she just didn't show up it might be like oh oh maybe she ran away or yeah. maybe she's caught up maybe but she's hanging out with that friends this person gave her first of all a name john marshall yeah that's like my name is john smith ex- exactly it's one of those like it's like yeah not it's unique enough to be like okay this isn't a fake name but it's common enough to be like really john yeah like of all names john john like if someone said like my name is benjamin marshall I'd be I'd be more inclined to be like, okay, yeah. that's a real person. Mm-hmm. John, like yeah. come on. John Marshall. Be exactly. Like, I'm TGI Fridays. <laughs> like the fuck? What? It was like clearly this is fake. Like you're oh, just yeah. like making some shit up. My name is Ronald McDonald. Yep. <laughs> My name is um the Burger King. The Burger King. Burger Kong. Yep. <laughs> Side note, I was telling Tay this. Just cause we have this thing that there's like a little like it's it's from Tumblr originally. Yeah. And it's like it, it they take like um, like slogans from like fast food chains and make it fucked up so like mm-hmm. my favorite is Dunkin' Dance, America Run No, no Dun Dun my favorite is Taco Buckle Tinkle Outside the Binkle yeah so like <laughs> shit like that so my coworker and I got Burger King the other day and I had to Venmo her for it and I instead of saying Burger King I put Burder Kong yeah Burder Kong have it in a way have it in a way <laughs> anyway so like it's so anyway um how did I get on how did I talk about that oh we were talking oh, about giving fake names, fake names. yes yes I, I'm really glad that the police were immediately like, this is suspicious. Mm. Well, well, there's another thing that made them suspicious. Oh, we'll no. get to that. And not, it's not like yeah. necessarily really, really bad, but okay, stuff's been but happening just, like, in Lumberton. Flags that are yes. red and waving. Yes. So after Margaret was reported missing, police began to record all calls coming coming and going from her home to see if any calls were from Margaret um, and if any, any and they had mm-hmm. any tips or anyone calling for ransom. So a few hours after Margaret was reported missing, the Foxes received a call from a man asking for ransom. He was quoted as saying, and I quote, $10,000 might be a lot of bread, but your daughter's life is the buttered topping. What the fuck? Yeah. Right? I was like, the fuck? Why are we being poetic? Why are you being nonsense when you're asking? (laughs) You're demanding money for someone's fucking child. Exactly. Could you be serious for a moment? (laughs) Exactly. So Margaret's mom was like, "Um, who is this? And then he hung up the call. John Marshall, where are you? (laughs) 911, yes, hello. My name is John Marshall. (laughs) Click. (laughs) Um, So the person who made the call was never identified, and the call also wasn't able to be traced because of how short it was. It was just like Mm -hmm. a that, and that was it. Yeah. Um, I saw on a we- only on one website, so I'm not sure how truthful it is because I didn't really suss out the website because mm-hmm. like I didn't really want to because I was I don't like I don't like peer reviewed sources. I don't like I did too much of that shit in fucking college. Like I'm over Fair it. enough. Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. You know, Wikipedia and three other actual websites are good enough for me. Yes. Fuck everybody else. <laughs> anyway. So I saw on one specific website that the family received two letters, one on the day after the ransom call and one two days after the first letter. So both the oh. letters had messages that were almost exact same as the ransom call. The $10,000 might be a lot of bread, but whatever. The last Did letter. Did you say bread and butter in those letters? Yes. Too? Almost the exact same thing. Literally. So the first letter literally said <laughs> $10,000 might be a lot of bread, but your daughter's life is the butter topping. However, the last letter said yeah. $10,000 might be a lot of bread, but your daughter's life was the butter topping. Ah. Uh. So the poli- uh, this led police to think that the author of the note meant the f- meant to let the family know that the ransom deal was off the table. Yep, and, and she might be dead. That's 
so scary. Why? Mm-hmm. Why even send it at that point? Then mm-hmm. you think you're gonna get money for a dead body? How many? But how many times have have we seen on movies and shit like that where they call and be like, "The deal's off. I saw a cop." Yeah. Dun dun. You know what dun, I mean? Dun. Exactly. Um, after these two notes and the family and the the phone call, the family didn't receive any more notes or calls relating to their daughter. Mm. Um, so there haven't been any real suspects in her case. But in 1975, so only a year after she went missing, a man in, Phil- in a Philly prison con- uh, confessed to Margaret's kidnapping, claiming he kidnapped her, murdered her, and threw her body off a cliff in the Catskills in New York. Um, soon after this, though, the man recanted, claiming it was all a hoax to get attention. And like, you know, it uh, reminded me a lot of like the Chicago Tylenol pe- poisonings where like, yeah, you give me like a thousand Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, police were also able to confirm that this guy had no connection to Margaret's case. So it was kind of just like mm-hmm. a. Yeah, he was just being an asshole. Or like, yeah, there was a guy who did that with John Bonet Ramsey that yep. he was just in jail and was like, I did it blah, 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 yep. because he just wanted attention and mm-hmm. he was gross. And I'm like, why? Yep. Why? Yep. Why? So the man, John Marshall, who Margaret had talked to about the babysitting job, has never been identified. Um, mm-hmm. There was a sketch release that I found by authorities that looks like any run-of-the-mill middle-aged man. Um, he mm-hmm. that The description was that he had short, reddish, blonde hair that was worn in, like, a crew cut. Okay. Um, very light blue eyes. And he also had – they also said he had noticeable white straight teeth. Okay. Which – that's a very that's a descriptor i mean now yes. people get fucking veneers so you can't yeah. tell but like back then if someone had very straight white teeth that was noticeable because yeah fucking 70s everyone smokes cigarettes everyone smokes and yes, drinks like, as well as like braces are expensive exactly and like exactly yeah. so the reason that at first i was like why the fuck do they have this description because there were the witnesses only saw holly not holly jesus margaret get off of an get off of the bus stop near mount yeah. holly and then no one saw her again and i was mm-hmm. like so how do they know who this guy is how do they know what he looks like in lumberton there were other parents who claimed that there was a man matching this who had this description driving a reddish orange volkswagen who tried to lure their daughters in daughters into the car with a promise of a fake job in lumberton and mount holly which mind you mount holly's where where margaret was supposed to go for the babysitting job and lumberton is where the grocery store yes so this person clearly has a connection to that area yes but also like one fucking terrifying i remember mm-hmm. these kinds of scams when i was a kid and like hearing about them that's so fucking frightening mm-hmm. but also why are volkswagens always the choice right of fucking murderers right? Cars? it's because they're probably really popular back then it's kind of like yeah it'd be the equivalent now of people being like oh it was a honda everybody has a honda yeah like i ha- i myself have a honda like if someone said like oh they took someone away in a red honda crv they'd be like i seen 40 of them. be like today. i see 10 of them every single 10 minutes like yeah. what are we doing you know what i mean exactly. or be like a silver like a silver honda civic fucked okay or a black or a, in your case a black kia soul <laughs> there are a lot of black kia souls <laughs> though, honestly but i don't know why can't we just like have like one vehicle that it's like oh yeah only fucking creepy assholes get this like a ford Taurus or van. something yeah well obviously but i'm meaning like car car that it's like oh yeah this car, car? yes like an actual car you know who i don't you know what yeah. cars i don't trust hmm. hyundai hyundai elantras okay i've never met someone who has a hyundai elantra that i really like i don't like bmws but that's just for personal reasons i mean yeah technically mine's also for personal reasons but yeah well i don't like that yours don't is like... more driving reasons yes. mine is more like abuser reasons oh yeah no and, like I'm... shitty fake people reasons yeah no i'm full like you're not gonna get fucking car parts for that yeah I'm like that's no. stupid if you're gonna shit. buy that bmw that looks like a smart car buy a fucking smart car yes and also like drive better why does everybody who have a bmw drive like shit because apparently you have to pay extra for the fucking turn signal 
that's my favorite joke to make in the car when like someone doesn't have a turn signal my yeah. des gets so mad at me and not mad at me but he'll get like he'll like laugh his ass off because we'll be driving there'll mm-hmm. be a honda in front of me that'll like merge or like take a turn without a turn signal and i'll go wow i didn't need to fucking pay extra for a turn signal because i didn't because i have a honda and i didn't have to <laughs> fucking pay extra or i'll be like when i guess toyota it went straight over my head just like the fucking jackie o sheet metal joke and i was like wait what yeah like i joke that like people have yeah. to pay extra for a turn signal that's why they don't use it that's why they don't have one haha yeah no i just yell at people be like you know your car has a turn signal you dickhead yeah i i, I like to throw a little spice in there a little spice um <laughs> anyway so to aid the investigation in 2019 um the fbi actually released the audio of the ransom call to the foxes to see if someone recognized the voice and to my knowledge nothing has come of the release mm. um That's i'm gonna so sad yeah definitely so uh, what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna insert a clip like i do for the delphi mm-hmm. murders like in to the podcast so okay. y'all can hear it um we're gonna pause so i can i've actually haven't listened to this yet um oh, and it's gonna be spooky yeah so we're gonna pause real quick so that okay. i can show tay this and mm-hmm. we can listen to it and we'll be back to discuss our thoughts. So, $10,000 might be a lot of bread, but your daughter's life is the butter topping. Who is it? Okay, so we're back. Yeah. I just listened to it for the first time. First of all, first reaction, accent. Accent. That's what I was thinking. I was like, he kind of has like a weird, like, it almost feels like a fake, like, putting it on. Yeah, it's like a fake, like a fake Staten Island accent. Yeah, like, like, very, he's like... trying to cover up what he really sounds like. Yes. So, like, that I can understand as to why it was too super mm. unhelpful and, like, mm. no one could recognize the voice because it's clear he's trying to disguise his own voice. Mm-hmm. Tonally, I don't think he is, but I think with the fake accent is what he was, like, that that really could throw someone off. Completely could throw yeah. someone off, so I could completely see that part, but also, like... That's so. It's still so weird. The word choice. That it this is man very. Is choosing. It's very like. It's I feel like it's so strange very, to me. How do I phrase it? Very almost theatrical. Yes. Being like your daughter's. Your I get ten thousand dollars a lot of bread, but your daughter's life is the butter topping. Like, yeah. What the fuck does that mean? Yes. What it kind does that of almost mean? makes me feel like he never that this again. Which most of the time when it comes to like hostage situations, I don't think they're genuine. Like, mm-hmm. especially in America, because like there's this one movie that like I watch whenever I like physically want to cry like there's a few movies that i had that are oh, yeah, like everyone has that select you yes. know what, you know what mine is hmm. armageddon with bruce willis i can understand makes that me sob. that was i think that's one of maddie's too mm-hmm. yeah, that makes me yeah. sob but one of mine i god i'm forgetting the name off the top of my head it stars denzel washington and uh dakota fanning my mom showed me this movie dakota fanning dakota fanning when she was like a little tiny child yeah um fuck i'll figure i'll look it up and then tell you guys in a moment mm-hmm. in a moment but the premise of the movie is that basically like uh denzel washington is hired by this family who lives in i think like mexico city mm-hmm. and as protection Man because, on fire yes okay because of the um because there there's gangs that their whole thing is mm-hmm. that they keep abducting children for ransom mm-hmm. like that's how they make their money mm-hmm. there so like that i can see if that's like the type of crime that yeah. happens in this area a lot, this doesn't happen in the U.S. No. a lot. I don't think ransom. Like I think everybody hopes and wants for ransom because they think that that's hope to get their child back. Unfortunately, when it comes to stranger abductions, I don't think it's ever really for ransom reasons. I think it's usually for usually pedophilic reasons or murder type yeah. reasons, and it kind of gives me the same thing as like um, 
not the Lindbergh baby, uh, Leopold and Loeb, where they sent a ransom demand for a child mm-hmm. that they had already killed. Like, mm-hmm. this is, that's what or I'm feeling also, like. Even though it's not a kid, it reminds mm-hmm. me of Israel Keys with the one, yeah. that person where he literally, she was dead, mm-hmm. frozen. This is, that's the vibe that it's getting. That it, like, he's almost picking theatrical stuff yeah. because it's so disorienting and distracting that it kind mm-hmm. of feels like this person has already killed her and well, is and- like doing this for the like getting off on making her parents more upset and I'm, I'm also, and getting away with it i'm also wondering if it was a little theatrical to get media attention oh yeah think about it because if you just say to someone a ransom's very theatrical very like give me money yeah. for a ch- for mm-hmm. a kid anyway but my thing is like think about it. someone just if, if you if someone re- is releasing like a ransom note that's just a give me $10,000 or I'll kill your daughter. That's yeah. still that's still a big thing. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But if you phrase it in a way, $10,000 is a lot of bread, but your daughter's life is a buttered topping, it's very unique yeah. and very, like, no one says that shit. No. And it very much reminds me of how, like, the way that I – and this is a bad example, but, like, when I in my in the DV field, when we talk about accepting someone to shelter and we say, like, I think I, I've gotten in the, in the habit, which is not a good habit of saying, like, oh, it's a run-of-the-mill DV case – like just like physical abuse mm-hmm. strangulation whatever but there's not something that's like the extra oomph like he has an ak or he yeah. stole her phone and broke her phone on her face like mm-hmm. shit like that you know yeah. what i mean like that's how i kind of feel about this where it's like he wanted to go the extra mile to be like look at me yes you know what i mean this is very attention seeking behavior i absolutely agree as well as like i don't it feels very like this person is really excited about the idea of upsetting others. I agree completely. Mm-hmm. So that's the recording. Gross. Weird. Horrible. Um, so that's pretty much all the info I have on how Margaret went missing, mm-hmm. the suspects. There was a list on the Wikipedia page, and we'll list it in the sources, obviously, of, like, I think, like, 10 different possible people that they thought were her. Um, mm-hmm. But they have all been cleared. There were, yeah. like... There, I know there was one that was in Allegheny County that was like a missing Jane Doe, like okay. stuff like that, like bodies that were yeah. found or that were either mm-hmm. found out to not be her through DNA, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I'm going to do now is kind of talk about um, what she was wearing when she left her parents' home. That way, like if anyone remembers, even though it was in the 70s, it is yeah. over fi- almost 50 years ago. You never it's know. It's still like you never know. Like you could have been if someone in that area, even someone who lives mm-hmm. away from there and happens to hear this, like. You can still remember things from that time. You yeah. know what and I mean? Even if it's been so many years, you never know what information could be and helpful. Even, and not to sound weird, even if you are the person who did this to her, you can still come forward. Yeah. You can still turn yourself in. You can yes. still let people know. You can still give you know. her family peace. Yes. And they're also we'll also supposed to, um, there are um, age progressed photos of her that mm. she looks like she would be about 50 or 60. And they look very, they look like her. Mm. So we'll post those as okay. well. So when she left her parents' home, um, she uh, two of her top right teeth were missing because she was 14. Mm-hmm. Um, she wore eyeglasses. She was last seen wearing jeans with a yellow patch on the knee, a blue blouse, a white and black checkered jacket, and brown sandals with a heel strap. She was also wearing a gold necklace with flowers and a blue stone, a gold charm bracelet with a blue stone, and she was carrying an eyeglass case with a huckleberry hound design on it. Really so cute. yeah so this is a kid mm-hmm. oh. so if anyone has any information about margaret even if it's just a slight tip something you think might be sketchy be even mm-hmm. even if you're someone who's like our age who wasn't alive then and you're like hey i'm from bucks county i'm from you know yeah. whatever county burlington burlington county and my dad was really weird he had a red volkswagen he was really weird whenever we talked yeah. about missing persons call that yeah. in you never know you never know um 
Yeah. You never know what could be helpful as well as like there everybody has the opportunity for justice and deserves justice. Exactly. So if anyone has any information about Margaret, her case, or this individual, John Marshall, they can contact Burlington City Police Department at 609-386-3300 or contact the Newark FBI Field Division Office at 973-792-3000. So 3000. So once again, Burlington City Police, 609-63, or sorry, 609-386-3300, FBI Field Division Office in Newark, 973-792-3000. And of course, we'll put those numbers in the show notes Mm -hmm. for this, as well as on any of the social media that we do for this. Yeah, so we'll post a picture of what she looked like when she left, last the school Mm -hmm. school picture. We'll post a picture of her age progress photo now, and then um, we'll also post a picture of um the sketch they have of john marshall where they think he okay. looks like so um mm-hmm. yeah so that's the that's the cold case of uh, margaret ellen fox mm-hmm. she still hasn't been found um her family still has not gotten closure they've had many press releases i if i'm not mistaken i believe both of her parents are deceased if not very old right now mm-hmm. um so there's a very good chance they could have gone to the grave without knowing what happened to the little girl um so you know and I, as we've already seen with like the boy in the box case cold doesn't mean that it could is yeah. unsolvable mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. exactly the boy in the box case was how many years later yeah that, like 70 years later exactly like, like and as well as like the Somerton man has now mm-hmm. been identified like all of these things that people were saying were mysteries that may never be solved mm-hmm. they're now being solved so mm-hmm. it is possible mm-hmm. and you never know like we were saying earlier you never know what piece of information could mm-hmm. unlock a door that really mm-hmm. helps exactly and that's why you know mm-hmm. Anything you can think of, just report it to the Burlington City Police or the Newark FBI Field Division Office. Make sure you mention Margaret Ellen Fox's by name. And they were also saying that if you if you see someone who looks like her, mm-hmm. don't approach her just in case she has been with this person this entire time. Yep. And like it has this case of like we I we know we hate the word Stockholm syndrome, but like yeah. this case of like this is my family now. Like you don't yeah. know what that person could do to her, or if she might run and just be like fuck it. You know yeah. what I mean? So if you mm-hmm. see someone who looks like her. You can still report to the police mm-hmm. to, to the tip line, um, but yeah. So that's the case of Margaret Ellen Fox. Um, we, you know, we. I feel like we don't do a lot of missing people yeah. mer- missing people cases because they're so unfinished a lot of times. Yes. Um, especially cold cases. But I like to do some every once in a while to like be like, hey, yeah, let's information raise some awareness. Like, yes. give information. So but thank you. That's very. This mm-hmm. was a really important one mm-hmm. and. Ugh, like obviously not blaming her parents ever they're victims in all of this but mm-hmm. please whenever you have children this age that are going to start doing mm-hmm. babysitting any of these kinds of things vet people all the time drop it them is, off drop them, them off meet them like it is okay mm-hmm. to like that's the one thing that i'm like 100 okay with saying it is okay to be a paranoid parent oh yeah you are absolutely 100 allowed mm-hmm. to value your child's life so much that you will go above and beyond and think of every last horrible possibility to then prevent from happening you are mm-hmm. 100 as a parent you are 100 allowed to set the rules that you mm-hmm. need to keep your child 100 percent mm-hmm. safe Definitely. in your mind 100 percent. so um yeah so mm-hmm. that's that case um we are gonna release a, we're gonna try to be really good at releasing the next couple months because mm-hmm. we have a lot of shit going on but in order to keep up with us figure out what our next episodes are because sometimes we might like change from like 
oh we're gonna do a tour eccentric case next week just kidding <laughs> conspiracy theory just saying yeah. eccentric like whatever yeah um you can follow us on instagram at figures in the dark you can follow us on twitter at figures in the dark but dark spelled drk you can like us on facebook share our page send us a message at figures in the dark you can send us an email with your case suggestions spooky stories pictures of your cats mental health check-ins at figures in the dark podcast at gmail.com and then you can listen to us on all major streaming platforms including amazon music um apple music no amazon music it always shuts me yeah. up i need to write this shit down <laughs> apple apple music um no no google podcast no google podcast spotify apple podcast amazon music there we go listen to all those all on those um, all of those rate subscribe yes. comment share us share buy Tay's book buy Tay's book buy Tay's book buy Tay's book <laughs> also buy our merch buy our buy merch, merch buy our merch <laughs> so with that being said we thank you guys um we thank you for listening and as always be aware of the figures in the dark bye, bye.